0: For alpaca people. Been really great to catch up with my friend Tanya. Tanya Russell is an alpaca owner and, and there's lots of other things as well. So she's got various uh, animals on the farm to rescue chickens, turkeys, goats and various things. And a herd of just over 20 alpacas. And she's an amazing sculptor as well. So this is our discussion. It's a catch up and hearing how the birthing season's been going for her. So hopefully you'll find that useful and practical as well as interesting. And there's also the opportunity to think about a commission of an alpaca sculpture. If you'd be interested, then Tanya's the person to speak to. Enjoy. Remind us how many you have.
1: So we now have 24... (laughs) Wow. <laughs> the numbers obviously increase as the births yeah, come yeah. in we did um we re i wouldn't say we sold we rehomed two of the castrated males that we got with the herd originally um just as right, we did actually get a new stud male um because our boy um was he's young and he was struggling a bit with some of the the inexperienced females uh he just Mm. were two animals who didn't quite know what they're doing and we just thought it'd be interesting anyway to have another stud male so we got an older boy lovely bows down elector he's a gray um and we could afford him because he was you know he is getting on in years so he's probably only got a few years left but he's gosh he's a lovely boy and it shows what good training does he was from spring farm alpacas and they obviously look after the animals beautifully. I mean, he's impeccable. He is such a gentleman, you know, he leads, he stands, he walks and, and he's lovely with our two. So our, our two young boys who we obviously weaned that are kind of the first ones born on the farm last year were weaned obviously January and they've gone in with him and he's, he's lovely with them. Right. Um, so, but when he came in, he actually bizarrely, took a real disliking to one of the castrated boys um i don't know why because he's lovely with everybody else but yeah. for some reason he decided he didn't like him so this poor boy was like stuck out in the field on his own and getting rained on and yeah was wasn't even allowed in the barn he loved his food so we actually rehomed him and his friend um to a lovely place
0: yeah the dynamic is difficult isn't it when it when you bring in New animals, it's difficult to to let you've got to let things settle. But sometimes it just doesn't quite gel, it doesn't quite work. We found with with some of our males, they they work well, they're really settled in a group of ten. Um, but if you break them down into a smaller group, then one of the middle ranking kind of males tries to <laughs> tries to show that he's the boss, and he's just a nightmare, and he just has to boss the food and, and bully everybody. And you think oh, but but in a group of ten, he's absolutely fine, and everything's is is a, a nice balance to it.
1: That's really interesting, and, and I think it's something that we are definitely going to have to learn more about because obviously we are going to have boys coming in and going out. Cause even our, mm. you know, our young stud stud male now, he's next year he'll be related to so many of the females <laughs> that I will did, probably be challenge. selling him and then getting another st- stud male. And obviously you've got your weanlings, as you say, coming through and either being sold or not. So we are going to learn quite. A, I can see that that dynamic is going to be quite interesting to get right.
0: Yeah, I, oh, always learning.
1: And I hear quite a lot of yelling. They're obviously a bit further away than the females. And I always kind of get a bit worried. Well, you hear I'm
0: it hear in the background. I, I, I haven't picked it up on the mic, but yeah.
1: Yeah. This kind of, you You're hear ears and the sound. going on, yeah. Yeah. It's, you don't get with the females yeah. at all, obviously.
0: Yeah. Well, they kind of huff at each other, don't they? Kind of, oh, too close yeah. to my food, move away.
1: Yeah, that's but not in any much, serious. Much
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Birthing this year? How many? How many career have you had? Are, are they all arrived now?
1: No, I've got one more. Um, we are well late, uh, a lot later than a lot of people. Partly because we bred late last year because we thought we'd be doing Chelsea, um, but we don't because we've got the big barn. We don't mind that much because they can. Mm. They I always shut them in at night if it's really raining. Obviously with the young career and I can put coats on during the day. So I think because of the barn, I'm not so worried about it being late. So we've had four and we have one more to come. Right. Um, we Obviously. didn't do that well last year. It was my first year trying to mate. And I just, I wasn't organized enough. I hadn't, I'd done so much research in so many other areas and the mating. I kind of hadn't quite explored enough. Um, so we kind of went into a little bit haphazardly um, and hence didn't do a lot.
0: <laughs> well, it's, 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 a, it's a lot to learn.
1: We had quite a short window, so yeah, I didn't really. This year, obviously, because we started in May and I did do a lot more research and I went on a couple of webinars and um, just, yeah, just learned a lot more. So I, I feel much more kind of in control of it this year, although obviously the animals... Yeah, more confidence. More confidence, yes. I wouldn't say control because the animals do what they want to do. And actually the four who... are. <laughs> Bless the four who I really wanted to mate early because they're my maidens. Obviously my others were yeah. the easy ones are pregnant and birthing late, so I'm kind of mating them at the moment. But the four maidens who I wanted to mate early back in May, um yeah, I think only one of them is currently <laughs> pregnant. I've literally done it now like eight times. So I mate them, give them and then do a really good mating, everything looks wonderful. Yeah. Seven days later, um, they kind of spit off. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I'm watching them when I'm mating the others because they're kind of obviously in the pen sure. next door, so I'm watching their behavior, and they all look good. And then 10 to 14 days later, they're straight back down again. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping if I keep going, I will get them all pregnant this year, and then obviously they will hopefully lose weight during the pregnancy, yeah. and then it will be easier next year.
0: Absolutely, no, no, it's it's tricky with the maidens the first time round because sometimes they haven't got a clue, yeah, <laughs> and and therefore it's it's just that it's just all brand new and and they they don't understand the behaviour and almost like the innate instinct, bit doesn't kick in as much as you'd expect. Some it does. I mean, we had one. <laughs> We didn't think she was pregnant because she was so difficult. She just would not sit. It was a first mating, and it was very difficult and really not very long. Yeah. And, and so I kind of discounted it. I'm thinking, oh no, she's getting fat. She's putting on weight, and, right. and then all of a sudden she's giving birth. And I think, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> missed that one. That was clever. I should have. I should have been more attentive. Sometimes some of them take a little bit longer to mature than others.
1: Well, I think I've got three who came with the original herd who are much older. They're kind of eight nine ten now none hmm. of them have ever had Korea um and i did actually go back to their original breeder to check whether she'd even tried and she said she hadn't tried so i i don't know whether that's <laughs> the case or not but i've tried that, and they're all really difficult they don't behave the way they should behave with the males. Yeah. So I have kind of mated them all, but I'm pretty sure none of them are going to be pregnant. And I think I'm going to probably give up on them. Maybe someone more experienced yeah. might be able to do something with them. But the maidens all have lain down beautifully and behaved yeah. exactly as they're supposed to behave. Um, so yeah. the end, it, it, saying, It'll come.
0: Ho- hopefully this year. But if, if not, then then probably next. Maybe next year,
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, there are exceptions and some that just won't. <laughs> it's just... There's some reason that we're not aware of that, that they're not going to going to take. But uh, I was reading you, you had some difficulty with one of them.
1: Been really lucky. The first one this year, <laughs> so it came it came out obviously with just one leg out, um, and it looked quite stuck uh, and it didn't move for a while. So I got my sister on the phone, my the vet. And she was like, yes, you should push it, push it back in. And, and I had done the birthing course. So, yeah. and we had felt around inside a box, you know, with a sadly dead fetus career. And so I thought I would know what it felt like. <laughs> I, the head was so, was kind of, I think a bit swollen by this point. And I tried to push it back in and my sister, I kept saying, I'm sure I can, I'm going to hurt it. And she was like, no, no, you're not going to hurt it. But it was quite a shove. Anyway, I kind of managed to get it mostly back in and I put my hand under and I just felt this really weird kind of lumpy I didn't know what it was uh, it didn't feel anything like it felt on the course so I kind of had a complete panic um, it being my first live thing that I had gone inside of and I, I yeah to be honest I did panic a bit and I thought all these kind of deformed things went through my head um, so I kind of pulled my hand out and um, and I was like, I, I don't know what to do. Anyway, I, luckily, after about five minutes, the other leg did actually pop out. And then I could then pull it. And I actually realized that because the little foot was was like just under the chin on the neck, and because it was inside the bag and it was really soft, it didn't feel anything like a foot at all. <laughs> it felt really odd. So that was my first experience, which I handled extremely badly. But anyway, it came out fine. Hard one
0: experience, though. Yeah, well done.
1: And then the the last one who gave birth at 10 o'clock and she was a maiden. We didn't think she was pregnant because she had an almost non-existent mating, a bit like you last year. But amazingly, yeah, she was. But she started giving birth at 10 o'clock, again, one leg out, and she just didn't want to push. She didn't want to do anything. So... Eventually, I did try and push it back in, got the other leg out, waited for like an hour for her to do something, and she didn't. So then I did, I checked back with my sister, and she was like, It's not going to hurt if you really gently just try pulling it out. Because I was told on the course not to intervene yeah. if I possibly could, particularly with a maiden, you really don't want, obviously, to hurt anything. But anyway, eventually, I, I put a lot of lube around it and did just really gently pull it out, and it did just. Mm. come out very easy. So I think she just didn't know what she was doing. She was really panicked by it. She kept kind of running around in circles, spitting at this thing because it was making a lot of noise, just stuck there. And it was kind of mewling and I was kind of panicking obviously, a bit because it was making this kind of gargling noise. I mean, I could see it was breathing, so I did just keep leaving it. But she was getting quite stressed by it. So in the end, as I say, I pulled it out and it was absolutely fine.
0: Unbelievable cord is obviously giving the, the oxygen. It's a tricky balance. Um, and you'll know next time and it's knowing when you when you're out of your depth and you have to shout for help, which you have been doing. Yeah. Um, and, and the other things is, is waiting and not intervening is, is the right answer. But sometimes you have to. And it's knowing knowing when to do that. And it's it's very difficult. <laughs> it's not an absolute. Yeah. And you're the one that's there. You have to make the decision and 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 work with that. But I'm pleased things worked through and it's good experience. It gives, it gives you a bit more confidence again.
1: I need, I need a lot more. I think, you know, in sort of five years after maybe sort of twenty to fifty births, I might feel. What happens if you can't get the vet out? You just, you just wait.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, it's it's a question of working. I've mean, I, I've done the same where I've called a vet and then and then thought, okay, vet's on the way, nothing to lose now, so I can go back. I'd done the co- same course as you, um, and it was this thing of try the other hand. Because I, I had one leg that was was kind of folded and the joint was then pushed up against the, uh, the pelvis and it was never going to come through with that, that joint folded. So you've got, you've got to straighten the leg out, but you've got to kind of, as you say, push back, create some space. There's no space in there. How do you create space? It's very difficult. So you've got to push back and you're pushing back against contractions, creating a bit, bit of space and then getting the, the hand under and cradling the, the joint up. And and out, but you know, past the, the the blockage point. And I'm doing this, and I'm thinking, I'm, oh no no, I remember now. On the course, I tried my other hand, so I did that, and it was dead easy. So then the first part of the delivery happened to the to the shoulder kind of area, really. And then I just stood back and let the the normal birth continue, and everything was fine. But that's
1: but occasionally tip, you do actually. you do get something. Yeah, no, I yeah.
0: Try. So it's it's this thing of knowing enough to have a go but knowing when When you're completely out of your depth but you get the vet on the way and then then you try and do what you can
1: so if you had a breach a proper breach birth um and the vet wasn't going to come for two hours would you give it a go turning it
0: i i it's a tricky one you probably have to wouldn't you
1: if the vet wasn't going to be there for two hours she would really not do well would she
0: no and at some point the the placenta is going to detach because the, the process has started kind of, and you're going to lose that connection with the umbilical cord and they're not going to have the oxygen. So, um, and, um, and we did actually lose one, one time when, when my inexperience, uh, and my not communicating clearly with the vet and the vet not coming right. meant there was a longer delay and we actually lost yeah. the career. So, oh, I'm sorry. um, and all, all of those things are really awful and really horrible. And you promise yourself never again. So those kind of lessons, you you learn yeah. and you, you say, Okay, that's one of those things I did the best I could and I need to do better and I and next time I will know and it's so but there are things that you Best will in the world. You do everything you can. Still not good. Still not enough.
1: Every situation is um, different, isn't it? As you yeah, say, that is. you can't but, actually uh, control everything that might be. No. There's stories on on the.
0: Are there are times when they'll sort themselves out, and then the second leg will appear. And <laughs> thank you know, God. But, uh, <laughs> yes. but, but yeah, they're, they're spinning round and sort of looking. What what is that? What 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 is
1: that? <laughs> Yeah, she was very upset and I was worried that she – because she's quite an anxious girl anyway. I mean, she's really, really sweet, but she's very – she is quite anxious. And when the baby came out and it was lying on the ground, she was really spitting at it then as well. Really? I was like, oh, God, she's not going to take to it. I kind of remembered – I'd actually read something on the forum, I think, a couple of days ago where someone was talking about their mum not taking the baby and someone said it's a real – kind of old farmer's trick and works with alpacas to bring, obviously, a calm dog down on a lead, obviously not too close, but the mum immediately starts becoming protective of the baby. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I actually kind of got Charlie down, who it hadn't seen at that point. (laughs) Um, And she's not scared of him, but obviously it was just another person there. And I think (laughs) we both of us we kind of just just to explain,
0: Charlie isn't a dog. No,
1: sorry, no, Charlie's my husband.
0: (laughs) Very nice
1: and kind husband. Um,
0: absolutely yes. He's very good with the animals. But we both kind
1: of loomed a little bit and she did she kind of did immediately start being a bit more kind of protective of it and then and then the maternal instinct
0: it. does kick in and, it, and for, for some yeah. it's much stronger i mean i've got i've got some older ones and oh you know these babies they tag around and follow you and they're always asking for milk and yeah. and some of them will go i'm sorry i'm having my tea you have to wait and they'll sit down so they can't have Aww. so the career can't get access to the milk
1: i have seen that actually Um, my my older ones are a bit firmer with the crea i mean this this girl the new maiden is now absolutely amazing with her career and mm. if when the career comes out to milk she just literally stands stock still for ages and i've actually seen the other career with the oldest mum, who's a bit like you're saying a bit like okay you can go away now i'm eating she now sneaks in and has a bit of milk as well yeah
0: little milk zipper yes Yes. there's there's usually one or two of those (laughs) and then the mum notices but usually uh, I, I it's been interesting this year with ours they, they've been much more laid back oh. um so much more relaxed generally as a group which is which has been interesting i think in a large group but but they've they've been much more <laughs> kind with the with the other babies that have been around
1: that's interesting so
0: they've given them a little nudge and i think they haven't kind of gone straight to spitting, spitting yeah. um but some that we're trying it on and, and really knew they were they've got little you go down to see them later and they've got little green spots on the back of their necks where they've been spotted by by one of the it's sorry you went the wrong place you shouldn't have been asking for milk oh. from that one um but you've, but, you've uh, but had a good the, good
1: lot this year haven't you
0: yes we, we had well we had 10 but we lost one um which was a real oh and that was fly strike um between the toes uh what what is that about I, i've where never known yeah, really i mean you can have see. fly strike just about anyway but but it could have been a, a little bit of membrane. It was only four days old, which was a real – it was a, a beautiful a little career. But too young, too small, and, it, and septicemia it seemed fine in the morning, but probably wasn't quite fine. By tea time, Was was in trouble. So that was – that's one of those things that you, you kind of go, oh, I wish I – and you start beating yourself up about, I wish I'd seen I, – did I – what did I not do that I should have done? That
1: would be so um, hard and to and spot, actually, though. I mean, how would uh, yeah. you see that?
0: Because it's not like and flies would,
1: would be around it, or there'd
0: be no. There was no sign of flies. There was no sign. There wasn't the smell. There wasn't the the, the sort of the black smear of of kind of yeah. greasy black that you often get with with a fly strike. Um, I'm I'm well tuned to picking up. There's a few of ours that are more, seem to be a bit more prone to it. Um, so you can spot it once <laughs> once experienced, never forgotten. Um, and there was no none of those signs. It was too too early, and the, and the, the maggots weren't that developed. But there were some maggots there, and it just in, it caused that infection and yeah, the, the, caused... the, the septicemia. So poor little thing was just there wasn't enough
1: they're uh, so fragile resources they're and things young, to,
0: that, that it had. So so we we did the best we could, but it just in that case it just wasn't good enough.
1: I've never had fly strike, so I might have to. When you have one at some point, I have to come and see it. I'm worried that I'll miss
0: it. Yeah, no, I remember you saying that before. We talked about that, but more obvious. Um, when they got shorter fleece but it's, it's less likely to happen so it tends to be just before the shearing time and some more than others they've they got fleece around the legs and things so you can get a bit of, uh, of stuff that builds up uh, right. that detracts the flies in yeah, yeah. and then I've got some that have got funny skin things going on mm. and there seems to be an attraction for flies to certain and then it's not with sheep it's usually under the tail right um, with alpacas, it varies. You can get that, but but often it's it's. I've had it at the top of the tail. I've had it at the bottom of the neck, just as the neck joins the body. All oh, right. And, and then this one with with the between the toes, which is which is a new one Very on me. Strange, I'm sure it's not yeah. not unheard of, but it's just not what I was expecting, and I wasn't I certainly wasn't thinking to look for that. Yeah. Of
1: course. Um, but your so other career have done. We well. have these
0: new we have these new experiences, oh. and they get filed away into the. You know this this is now filed for future reference and you'll know next time
1: well that's why i keep reading the forum most mornings yeah. i kind of have I mean, a the quick prob- look problem is i've just
0: realizing with the forum though i was just realizing the other, the other day I, actually that's where all the problems are
1: it is you know so it mean? panics so, you so, so, but
0: yeah so somebody i had uh, somebody was just about to have delivery of our packs, and they came and we did a training session here um, and, uh, we did, we did some online and then we did some physically here right. and it, that was good, but it, it was kind of, they were, they said, oh, we've been looking online and stuff, but there seems to be so many yes. potential problems. <laughs> and I think well, No, no, you're looking at all the problems, all yes. concentrated in one place because the people are going there for help and therefore they're bringing their problem. And this is, they, yeah. if, when things are going really well, there will be some nice pictures and the, some good stories, but, but a lot of the focus of the, of the forum is help Look, i've got this what do i do no, absolutely. Um, and and that's just the nature of even once you recognize that it's okay you can kind of filter it but for new people they get a bit overwhelmed by all these potential things that can happen to their alpacas
1: no that is true i did get a bit worried during you know obviously during the earlier birthing season when so many people were talking about birthing issues so i was mm. starting to check my animals a lot more
0: <laughs> just yeah. um, and definitely worrying yeah Mm. So, um, going forward, work-wise, you've been, been carrying on doing your, your sculpture? and
1: Yes, lots lots of sculpture in between. Because um, you were saying
0: you, you, went, you, went go, you didn't go this year, too.
1: We didn't go to Chelsea, so, but yeah. the, we still have had loads of commissions, which has been brilliant. So, yeah. I am literally up to my eyes um, doing commissions. So, still haven't got around to doing my alpaca sculpture, but I think I might start one actually pretty soon. I've I've kind of negotiated what.
0: So if if there's somebody out there who would like a commission, do they do they get a chance to
1: Oh certainly. I would love I'd love to do
0: kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, no,
1: that uh, would be really nice. That's the trouble at the moment that I'm really only getting to do sculptures that people commission me to do. Yeah. Uh, So Which is good.
0: It is it is good. It is good. (laughs) Equally the things that you'd you'd quite like to have a go at that you're not able to get to.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's frustrating. Yeah, because I spend so much time with the alpacas, and they're so beautiful, and I would love yeah. to do a sculpture of them. Um, but... and it's
0: it's funny. I was thinking about your sculptures because they they strike me as being more like videos than still life.
1: Well, that's interesting.
0: And it's it's because you, you somehow you capture the dynamic and the movement in in your sculptures of of the different animals. I mean some of them just sat there but but most of the time there's there's a movement within the sculpture that and it and it just I, as I was thinking about this morning I was just thinking actually it's a bit more like a video than and it's not a still life kind of picture that's fixed it's very much captures yeah. something of the essence of the animals that you you you're doing the thing so.
1: That's well, very Which nice nice to thing say. to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, it would be amazing to do that. I mean, alpacas are interesting. I've been watching them for a while, wondering what pose I would use mm. to do a sculpture because they don't they don't move around that much. I mean, most of their poses are quite gentle, but I think because they, they're they so elegant. Up, they're yeah, they're so yeah, elegant yeah. that I think any sculpture would... I was thinking particularly, a, yeah, a mum and queer would be, obviously, because that's what we see a lot and that... Yeah that bond between the two and the relationship and the way they kind of move together is so beautiful. I think that would, would make a a lovely sculpture. If I
0: get time,
1: if I get time. Yes, I know. We are.
0: But, but if anybody wanted to contact you, how, what's the best way of contacting you?
1: Um, phone or email. Um, my website has got all my contact details.
0: Okay. We'll make sure that that's in the show notes. so People can find you easily. Very kind. uh, Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you. It's been really good catching up with you and hearing. I, I was going to say all the the good stories, but uh, the birthing's ones when they when they're difficult, they're nice to have behind you and 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 yes, and, and
1: then enjoy but enjoy um, watching them. They're, they're the not quite ones. enjoyable
0: in the same way in the process, but afterwards it's it's good to
1: no, to,
0: to know that you've you got past. But uh, no, it's it's great to hear that things are still moving on and and growing and changing as they do um, and
1: so. learning. Still yeah, you never learning. stop. You
0: never stop. It's always no. more. <laughs> so great. Thanks, Tanya. Really Thank appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Really nice talking Take to care. you. Take care. Bye. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.